everything make sure everything's recording right and make sure everything's going good on that end it's uh, it's recording right now and it seems normal normalish okay all right so all right so we're gonna go ahead and do a podcast cyrus and i which is pretty cool because we kind of figure out how to remotely do this uh i living in louisiana him living in colorado and um we did a lot to try to figure out like the sound quality and all of that. Hopefully it all comes out good, but um we're probably going to start doing this kind of often where we'll watch an anime together or I'll watch an anime that he's already watched and we'll kind of like talk about it a little bit, give our thoughts on it and um see if we kind of like would recommend it to other people, you know. Um this one we're going to be talking about today, I believe is a kind of a popular one, is it not? Like is it is it popular? I don't know if it's popular, but it's pretty highly regarded. Okay. So it's... Okay, so like those of that are in the know know about it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to talk about Erased today, which was... It was pretty cool. Um, it, I watched... Before I watched Erased, I watched Steins Gate, which is like another kind of like time travel kind of show. So I went... I watched two shows that were kind of like along the lines, back to back. Um, Erase was cool. It it was a. I would give it a masterpiece. Like I think it really is a masterpiece, even though it's like, I don't know if it would have any flaws. Like, what would you think? Yeah, I don't know if it has any flaws either. It is really good. Right. It. It has. It's the perfect length. You know, it's not too too long. It. It's. It has like that heart. That heart throb. It has that the heartfelt to it. It has meaningful plot lines. It has. It has it all. It really does. It has drama. It has uh like a, just an interesting story. Like it's also kind of interesting what's going on. So, um yeah, Erased is fucking awesome. Uh, my general thoughts on it is it's like a it's 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 really fucking good. Um, highly recommend going watch it catches you kind of off guard at times too it's also one of those you know a little suspenseful thriller maybe in some parts right yeah like a suspenseful thriller mystery it's 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 a good mystery too if you like mysteries type of stuff that have like high stakes you there's no way you're not gonna like this anime when uh Um, when can we start talking about spoilers Spoilers? What do you mean? Uh, we're not gonna talk about like uh, like review the whole show or. Oh uh, yeah. Go ahead. You can start. I think like the characters in the show are what really makes it great for me. Like all the characters are so good. Yeah. Like, old, old boy's mom. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. She's like low key like awesome like she figures out the whole mystery in like the first episode or something yeah right and whenever what did you think whenever like like whenever you were watching it initially what did you think like whenever his mom got stabbed yeah well i mean i knew she figured out who the killer was right because they kind of said that yeah but like i don't know i mean it went crazy like it's kind of like when shit goes down in Steinsgate, it's like, 
the fuck? This isn't just like a, you know, like an easygoing show. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, you see, like, another high, like, whole half of the show that's going to come. Uh, whenever she got stabbed, I was like, bruh. I was like, this dude already got a shitty life going on. He just seen his mom for, like, the first time ever in for like in forever. And she seems like she's actually, like, cool as shit. And then she just dies. I was like, no, that sucks, man. It, and, it's funny that uh, she takes his bed and she goes see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, she has some fucking dick-sucking lips on her. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> God. Does she not, though? Like, she, Yeah, she does. She does. <laughs> she, she definitely Those things does. are always swollen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck was going on with her personal life or whatever, but she them things there, that breaking neck. What what happened to old boy's dad? Why do you leave? Why, why do you leave such a perfect woman? Yeah, for real though, she was like a g ass cook. Yeah, and she had a good career going. She had the dick sucking lips. She looked fucking. She still looked really good for being in her fifties. Yeah, yeah. Like, what happened to that man? What, what was his problem? He had to die. There's no way he, like, left or something. No way. Inconceivable. Nah. Didn't happen. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, right? But in one of the early episodes, uh, his mom, like, kind of remembers something that happens when Satoru was younger. And I yeah. think I think it's talking about, like, you know, Kaio's death. But for whatever reason, like, Satoru couldn't remember it and I kind of had the idea that he was like part of some experiment and that's how he got like the you know the the rewind thing I forgot yeah, what the they butterfly call it. thing yeah uh they call it uh he calls it something with a r revival Rebirth? revival that's it that's it yeah so you're thinking of like where it came from and what's its origin and stuff yeah but I, I think somehow I misinterpreted that whole scene yeah, I don't think they ever kind of even went over how it happens and why it happens and all that. Um, uh, they never went over any of that. Um, his mom, I had uh, the kid, the um, the really really smart kid, Kenya. Kenya, I had a thought on him for a little second that didn't last for too too long, but the way his eyes are shaped and the color <laughs> of his eyes. I kind of thought for a little while that he was the killer, like the kid version of the killer. Yeah, so I thought that too because uh, there's one scene where he's talking to, you know, the teacher. And he does have like those red eyes and shit. Yeah, 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 that too. Like there's a scene in the show where he goes and talks to the teacher and he seems kind of like, like weird. Like he seems like he's hiding something from the main character. Yeah, like he's doing like, it behind his back or something. I know you haven't seen Death Note, but for anyone who has, he gives off light Yagami vibes. That's anyone would see that. Oh, uh, okay. They're just like a really like cunning character. Yeah, at such a young age, right? It's so so unor- so unorthodox. Cause, like he's the only one who notices that Satoru acts differently all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Satoru's like on his level as far as intelligence, but only because he literally sees the future. 
Oh, yeah, because he lived to the age of 29 and then went back, right? Yeah, this kid's like in elementary school, but as intuitive as he as he is in his, at age 29. It's crazy. Yeah, so um, whenever, when did you like kind of like catch on to the fact that like, like something was going on like with the like did you suspect that the mom was beating her before or did you think that she was just a, like a depressed kid that just like was just a loner yeah i mean like, like what a lot of shows i didn't really figure out until the show spoon fed it to me like when they showed her bruise yeah i kind of figured like it was domestic or something yeah i was the same i didn't really think about it until I seen that, and then I was like, ah, okay, that now that's obvious. Those dudes are some dude. Her fucking parents are some savages. Well, it's just her, uh, her mom, right? The other guy is her mom's boyfriend. Yeah, but he didn't do anything about it. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't understand how you could do that to your kid. I don't get that either, dude. That like, blows my mind. Cause she was like shoving her head in the sink full of like ice water. Uh huh. Trying to get the bruises and stuff off of her. Yeah. Like that's so brutal. And then like, dude, remember the first time she hit her? She like, uh, uh what was it? They were um. Oh, it was after she was beat up, right? Like she was all full of bandages and shit. I think so. And then she like, dude, she just turned around and just cocked her like randomly. Yeah. Like, yeah. fucking sat her ass down. Like. <laughs> oh, I I can't understand the psychology of someone who's been like beaten like that or abused, but you would think she would have some sort of empathy and not want to like do the same thing. Yeah, that's always kind of like the golden rule when it comes to parenting. Like I'm not a parent, obviously, but I've always heard that like you want to do for your kids better. Like you don't want them to go through the same shit that you went through. So like, why the fuck would your why the fuck would you want to be like okay, well. Uh, all of my anger and all of this stuff that I'm, I'm just gonna, all that shit's gonna go on my kid. <laughs> I'm gonna put all that shit on her. Yeah, it makes no sense. And like, you know, Kyle wasn't even doing anything to like, you know, n- nothing can really rationalize beating your kid like that. But Kyle wasn't even doing anything at all to like aggravate her. No, it's not like she was like a kid that was like acting out or like. You know, maybe like getting bad grades in school or acting or like, you know, she was just like a normal ass kid that was just to herself. <laughs> yeah. And she was in that moment. She was worried about her mom because her mom was literally like covered in bandages. Yes, dude. That's the thing I was taking. That's the scene I'm talking about. Like she was worried about her mom. She was all like in bandages and shit. And she, dude, her mom just turned around and just socked the fuck out of her. It, it's fucked up. It's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> but, like, in the moment, I was like, dog, that is... Because, like, you could break your kid. You could break someone's jaw if you hit them like that without without them being ready for it. Yeah, or, like, you could mess up her teeth or something and they'll, like, heal the wrong way. Right? Yeah. Especially her being that young. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, and then, the you know, the emotional scars that she wound up getting... Yeah, I'm surprised that, um, I'm honestly surprised that in the end that she was able to kind of, I mean, I know it's like a lot of times passed since then, but I'm surprised she was able to have like a good, uh, um, like, um, 
relationship with like other like another human you know yeah and i mean we were talking about before the podcast that we were sad that uh she didn't wait for old boy right she went with uh sugita oh it said who yeah it said who it's the the guy who became a doctor he went visit satoru with kenya oh that fucking dude he's ugly Oh no, he's the uh, he's the guy that got uh that looks like a girl in the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Not the the big guy because become a construction worker, I think. Oh, okay. And he marries the other girl from the other school. Hmm. Man, so he so his friend fucked this girl. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, it sucks for Satoru, but Satoru had the other girl, right? The pizza delivery girl. But it's nice that Kayo could find, like, her own happiness. Didn't have to wait, you know? Yeah, and plus it's like, she, uh, the guy was, grew up with her too, so, like, he knew exactly what the situation was. And he helped her too. Or like, he spent a lot of time, like, playing with Kayo and like keeping her company while she was like staking out from her house. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, but like and it's we're talking about like years and years too. So uh yeah. I mean, she could I don't know. She could wait for him or some bullshit. <laughs> she could wait for him. And then like it's weird too cuz like that's part of the, if I had a gripe about the show, that's part of the thing that I would say. So, I like all of the I things, like the pizza girl more. Okay, we'll talk about her a little bit. She's just awesome, dude. Like, she's the one who saves Satoru when he's in trouble, right? Yeah. Like, what's she, whenever he's on the run from uh, the police? Yeah, she was like about that life from the from day one. She was cool as fuck. Yeah. She needed to find happiness. Who who was she gonna go with? That uh, that creepy manager guy. Nah. I thought he was a killer for a little bit. I think we all did. Uh, I don't know. Like I didn't even think too much into it. I was thinking about him, just because he seemed too, he seemed too connected to the situation. He seemed too friendly, for no reason. He didn't give off, like, the cunning vibe, though. Like, he gives off, like, the idiot vibe. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And whoever's going to be the killer, that's definitely a smart person. Yeah. Yeah, that's he, true. Because the, the killer was known to be, like, framing people for... Or at least the mom... They showed the mom's thoughts that he was, like, uh, framing people to be the killer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, The, um... So, at the end of the... St- I then I know we're jumping around a little bit, but at the end of the show, does he, does she know, like who he is, or are they gonna have to, kind of like chalk it all up from day one again, you know? Wait, what are you talking about? Like whenever the pizza girl meets him at the end of the show. Oh yeah, she doesn't know who Satoru is. So it's just love at first sight at that point. Then for her, because she kind of seems like she's she's down to fuck at that moment. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, now like kind of like jumping back. It was weird as fuck 
for me. I know it's like Japanese type thing. Like it might be cool there, but like the the scene whenever uh, Kayo and her and his mom is like taking a bath together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, what in the fuck is going on here? That is so weird. Nah, I mean, uh, obviously, I I'm not certain on this, right? But in a lot of anime, like girl characters will take baths together. Yeah, is that like a thing that's uh normal in Japanese culture, or is that just something that horny dudes put in anime? You know, it, it could be either. Yeah, it's probably both. You're right. <laughs> like well, the yeah, one in Steins Gate, where like Mayuri and uh, Kurisu do it, it together. Yeah, that too. It's like I mean, they were friends, but like still, there's no reason to be doing that. <laughs> right. Y'all could just take y'all like take take turns turns yeah it's not like water is like scarce or something in japan i mean like maybe it might be like more scarce than it is here they they live on an island dude they're on an island yeah but their culture is more um more poverty stricken than ours is they're a first world country. They're not more poverty stricken. Well, no, I know that. But I'm saying like for example, the area where these kids are living in the show, like they're all like in like a whole fucking community of like these small little like one bedroom apartments and they have like zero yard. Like they don't look like they're living the best life, you know. Well, that's just Japan. Like, that's just how it is. Like, they don't have cars either, right? Yeah, except for the teacher. Yeah. That nigga had a car to get around. Dude, he had, like, four or five, right? He was, like, killing yeah. people in them. Yeah, he was fucking... What's that killer's name? The, um, uh, Gaku Yashiro? No, no, I'm talking about, like, in real life. Uh, What's his name? Um, The one that was killing bitches in that, in that minivan. Ted Bundy? Yeah, Ted Bundy. He's like Ted Bundy. I guess. Ted Bundy used to like drive around and uh pick people oh. up in the car and what what didn't he target girls too? Yeah. Cause that that was uh the killer in this show's thing. He was only targeting elementary school girls. Yeah, but the weird thing is it's like he wouldn't do anything he wouldn't do anything I mean I don't want to say the weird thing, but I expected there to be like some sort of like sexual thing going on with it, but it wasn't. I don't know why, but he just liked to strangle them. Oh, uh, right? in this he show, do, right? Yeah, yeah, because he had the whole thing about like he got hamsters and he like made them drown or something. Yeah, he was a serial killer from the very beginning of his life, damn near. It's crazy. Yeah, I did not like. Up until the show kind of started to spoon feed it a little bit, I didn't suspect him. I I thought it was the guy who did get who got framed, Jun Shiratori, that guy. Oh, the, I knew it was. I knew it wasn't him. Like I guess the show kind of makes you think that it wouldn't be him, but like, let's be it. This man just sits in his room all day, and he has explicit, you know, books and stuff in his room. Normal, and, he's 22. Yeah, but come on. He has no friends his age, and he only talks to elementary schoolers. That is sus. 
it, yeah, it it is sus, and I know you and I have talked about this, uh, separate like on the um text messages and stuff. Um, the stuff he's doing was sus, but like, I wouldn't automatically convict that man like they did too, you know? Yeah, like, I guess you have to assume innocence. Yeah, because I mean, like, what evidence that they have that he did it besides the facts that he seemed a little weird around kids right yeah or did they have, is that did they have any other evidence like oh oh uh gaku yashiro he bought the same boots that were in their house whenever oh, he true. killed kayo so they matched the boot prints yeah but that's it like yeah that's that's enough to fucking frame that's enough to put someone in fucking prison for like life damn near <laughs> i mean like it's kind of yeah i guess it's not somebody. good evidence but you know the thing about japan that uh if you get caught by the police they have like a 99 percent incarceration rate or something like that really yeah like basically if you're if you go to trial in japan you're probably gonna be found guilty well, so I don't know if that plays into it. Probably does. Um, they didn't need much suspicion, but they got a little bit of it. And they were like, "All right, yep, this is the guy. He's the one. It has to Which, be him." Yeah. And then the killer himself is probably like, "All right, fuck yeah, like cool. That was easy. Just so happens that there's a perv and not a perv, but a, a weird kid in the neighborhood that I could just frame the shit on." <laughs> I mean, and that's part of what makes uh, Yashiro smart, right? Because he did the same thing to Satoru. Yeah. His weird obsession thing that he had going on with Satoru was weird. Like, where he had, like... Remember at the end, like, right before he's about to, like, kind of, like, kill himself off the top of the roof? And he's like, I can't live without you or some shit like that? Like, what are you talking about, dude? Because, like... Satoru was the only person who, like, knew and, like, caught on to his game. I know, but I don't, like, I don't know what, like, connection he has with him besides that. I mean, I think that's it. Like, he's, like, this guy's obviously, like, on my same level, like, cali- like intellect-wise. Yeah, really. He's, like, do you see the fucking future, bro? Like, what? How? <laughs> He, he tells him that, right? Like, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he does tell him, but he does question him a few times. Like, like it's like you're seeing the fucking future. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I am. Man, that scene where he, uh, where he catches Satoru and, like, gets him in the seatbelt lock. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He, like... At that moment, he knew he fucked up. He's like, man, but I could trust this man. Yeah. But that's another weird thing, too. Like, if I'm a kid, I'm not getting in the car with... I don't give a fuck if it's my teacher. I'm not getting in the car with my teacher. I don't know my teacher like that, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's something... Yeah, at least I've been drilled in with since, like, elementary school. Like, you don't trust strangers or, like you know random adults at all yeah even if that's your teacher and you see him every day and you think he's a cool guy yeah you still just don't get in a car with him 
No, no. Multiple times, too. Oh, yo, but, like, the candy, whenever the candy came out of the glove box, that's whenever I started to suspect the teacher, and that's probably when you started to suspect the teacher, too, right? I didn't, dude. I didn't know right until he got the seatbelt lock on. Really? Like that scene, yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. So, like, whenever I was watching that scene, uh, he was bringing he was bringing the uh, Saturo home and his mom. And uh, I think Saturo saw, like, a piece of paper or something like that sticking out the glove box. I think he went to grab for it or something. And the glove box mm. opened up, and a bunch of candy came out, like, popsicles and stuff. And uh, not popsicles, but, like, lollipops. And I was like, okay, even though that looks innocent, he said he had, like, a like a sugar, like... He had a smoking problem first, and he was fixing it with yes. the candy. Good, great excuse. Great excuse. But I was like, even though that, that, that checks out, I think the show is showing some sort of symbolism here. And I think that symbolism is that this is the type of guy that would lure someone in with candy and then take them in their car and then go kill them. Like the type of stuff that like traditionally got done like back in the day, you know? Yeah. I mean, that is definitely a reasonable assumption because he had a lot of candy. Yeah. Right. That's that, like, that's another thing. It, too. it was the entire glove box, right? Yeah, it was it was filled with like fifty fucking lollipops or something. Nah, that that's degenerate. Yeah, exactly. And well, and whenever that happened, I started to suspect the teacher after that. There on, and um, just because like the way he acted too, like he didn't telling somebody that you're that you're eating candy to help you from your smoking addiction shouldn't seem like something that you're too nervous to tell someone about. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to stop smoking and that's dope. This guy got all weird and started like tapping his hand on the steering wheel and like did not deter his vision from, from the road. I was like, okay, this guy, this guy is hiding something, you know? Yeah. I, I thinking about it now like that, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, you'd have to go back and like rewatch that scene, but yeah, I caught up on it on that that scene right there. And um, yeah, and then like going back to like how how fucked up it was that they were beating up on Caillou, like they how like they would put her, beat her, and then like put her in this like shed outside. Like that was like normal oh, practice. Yeah. It's fucked up, dude. How like how would you not assume that your kid's gonna freeze to death out there? Yeah, it's almost like she wanted that to happen. Like the mom. Yeah, she wanted like, to so, like she just wanted to yeah. Yeah. Like the way uh uh Gaku does kill her too, where he like puts the spray on her to make her freeze to death quicker. Yeah. So it's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, and then like, oh, what about the scene whenever um, she's in the bus, and he comes in there, or you don't know. Oh, uh, dude, my heart dropped. Dude, same. And like, if that was his bus, and he didn't put the curtains there, wouldn't he be suspicious? That like, you know, I I feel like I would check the bus. 
if someone just put up a big curtain blocking off like most of it. I agree. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, there's no way he's about to come. He's inside this bus and he's not going to like check the bus at all. Like he's not going to notice this curtain up. Yeah. Yeah. If he didn't put it there and it's his like, or, I mean, it wasn't his, but he was storing stuff there. Yeah. Well, the bad part about that scene and the reason, another reason why my like heart dropped is because like, I believe the way the time frame was working in the show was, I think they were still trying to figure out whether they were in the clear yet. Yeah. You know, whether they actually got her away from the timeline and she was safe now. And then that happened. Not only did I think that they were going to, he was definitely going to get her right there. But I also thought that they were going to show it too. Uh, given, yeah. you know, given how the show's been so far. And uh, I was like, dude, I really hope they don't, they don't, like, the show doesn't end with a happy ending. I wanted it to end with a happy ending. I didn't feel like it was at that point. Like, you thought she was going to die, like, a few more times or something? I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to get her in that fucking bus and fuck her up. And then he was, the main character, Satoru, was probably going to come to the conclusion that he can't save her. Like, there's nothing he could do about it. Kind of like Steins Gate type of thing. Right, right. Yeah, like it's going to happen no matter what kind of thing. That's what I was kind of thinking of. Man, whenever they do, uh, what is it? Whenever Satoru goes back and they open up that box and it's full of killer stuff. Oh, in the bus? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like full of a bunch of shit. That's like right after the scene you're talking about, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's a little while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that freaked me out too, even though I knew like well, I don't know if we knew how Kaya died before that, but we knew there was a killer. Yeah. And true. We did not know at that point, I don't think. But then in the box right. they had a bunch of stuff that he would have used. Yeah, like the rope and the the mask and shit. The spray. Yeah, and the charcoal to like start a fire. Yeah, why would he start a fire though? Well, he did it with a uh, Iris house in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's even that's so sick too. It's like if you're that teacher, you would never think that a teacher that sees these kids every day, develops a relationship with them, kids that kind of look up to you and respect you, and then this guy is just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, it's it's the same thing like with Kayo's mom. Like how can you just have that mindset and be okay with doing that? Yeah. It it's a it's a it's a puzzle to try to piece together why the fuck do they think that's okay in any way? Or like how could you have a situation that pans out in that manner? Yeah, and that that's kind of why I think the framing of that other guy makes more sense because he didn't have a relationship with those kids besides seeing them in the park. So, like, it almost makes more logical sense for some creepy guy in the park to be, like, you know, yeah, yeah, trying to kill them. Yeah, because it doesn't, uh, he doesn't have no connection with them besides that, you know? Yeah, and then he's like, you know, he really is just a creepy stranger at the end of the day. 
Yeah. It's like what the what 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 went on with your life where you're like 22 years old and you have no friends. Yeah, and you can you get like meaningful conversations from like 6-year-olds in a park. Yeah. Nah. I mean, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool how he would like give them advice and try to like steer them in the right direction with whatever they had going on, but the fact that he didn't have that going on with like other adults is weird. Yeah, like I mean, nice for him trying to help out those little kids or whatever, but there there's a time and a place like yeah. I don't know. If I had a kid, you know, if I have a kid and I go to the like I wouldn't let them go to the park alone, you know, without an adult if they're that young. For real. Right. But if I like if I'm at the park and I see them talking to like some guy who's like 20, like no. Nah. No, no. Just by himself. <laughs> yeah, that that's fishy to me. Yeah, it would definitely draw suspicion, and it did in the community, which is probably why it was easy to convict him. And then the same thing happened to Satoru, right, when he's on the run from the police. He, like, talks to those kids, and the parents are like, why doesn't he have a job? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're just roasting him like they were probably about to call the police on him too it's the middle of the day what the fuck is going on with this guy yeah and all he did was just help them make an airplane for like two seconds yeah and they were like what yeah. the fuck they were already getting sus yeah I mean rightfully so I guess <laughs> yeah what uh uh, another part of the show I really thought was cool was how Satoru would like speak his mind. Like, and he would speak his mind like in his mind, but then he would like wind up saying it. Yes. So he'd be like very blunt. Yeah, that was. Cool. I mean that. That was just like a comedic part to me, but I really liked it because like every time it was just so funny. Yeah, because he would, uh, Hayo would do something and he would get kind of turned on or I guess get blushy and he'd be like dude you're 29 calm down yeah like when he calls her pretty yeah yeah or like yeah whenever he would like blurt it that's what she's talking yeah. about right whenever he would like blurt out all yeah the, yeah okay i was talking about like his inner monologue oh okay yeah yeah that was also kind of cool um one thing i do like about this show that i'll have a lot of beef with some other shows where they don't do this is where like you ever watch a show and then the characters don't say what you want them to say, you know, like, um, like you know what needs to be said because you're watching the show and you're gathering all of this information. And then the main characters kind of like, they don't say that thing. They kind of like beat around the bush and say other stuff. Yeah. And then it ends up not working out the way that you think it should work out because they didn't say, um, that's the cool thing about this show that I liked. Whatever needed to be said got said. Exactly what you wanted to say kind of got said. Um, yeah, like whenever Kenya was interrogating Satoru, he, and he just like winds up telling him straight up, like, someone in our school is gonna die. Like Kaya's gonna die. Yeah, like in a few days. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good uh, point off of what I said. Good uh, scene right there because I was also thinking like. I wonder if he's just going to like keep this to himself and kind of like try to keep doing it or is he going to trust this trust uh, this really really smart kid 
And I was kind of hoping that he did. And I'm glad he told him exactly what the fuck was going on. And then what's fucking crazy is, oh, boy, believed him. Well, he didn't completely believe him, but he kind of, like, he didn't, like, stand up and be like, oh, you're fucking crazy. What are you talking about? Like, Yeah, he didn't tell any adults, like, hey, my friend said someone's going to die, like, in a few days. Yeah. He just trusted him and, like, tried to solve it themselves. (laughs) Yeah, and then I don't know for sure. I can't remember if he told him or not, if he's like from the future somehow, did he tell him that? No, I think Kenya was like about to ask, or maybe Kenya did ask. And Satoru's like, I want to be a superhero dude. Oh yeah. He used like the kid way of telling him without telling him kind of. Right. I got it. Okay. That'd have been crazy. If you would have told him straight up, like the real scenario and then he did. And then Kenya would have been like, okay, all right, I'm with it. <laughs> like some on some Steins Gate shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we just got this time machine microwave and everybody's like, okay, all right, let's see this bitch. <laughs> he got what he time leaves back and he tells Karisu like, yeah, I'm from the future with a machine you made. And she's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even believe him. <laughs> Dude, the fucked up part, the most fucked up part about Steins Gate is him changing that kid's gender and then having Aww. to go back and reverse that shit. Yeah, I feel bad for Rukako. Yes. So fucked up. Because he was so unhappy with the way his life was and he wanted to be a girl. Like, he had all the girlish features. He had the mannerisms of a girl. He had all of it, but he had a dick. so once he was a girl he was so much happier I'm glad that the show took on that like topic because it's it's a pretty progressive topic and you know the show came out 11 years ago yeah that's a good point like you know it I didn't even really think like that deeply about those topics until a few years ago yeah like myself especially um you know a show that's being made in Japan Right, which I guess we would think would be more of a conservative culture than, like, America. Yeah, I would think so. I think uh, America is probably uh, on the forefront as far as, like, progressive, you know. Um, I mean, like, Europe is kind of progressive as well. But I would think America is for sure, like, on the forefront as far as, like, progressive thinking. I feel like Canada... It's pretty far out there. Like, they already have legalized national weed. Yeah, Canada's another one for sure. They also have universal free health care and stuff like that, too. But right, how how we got to politics <laughs> from anime? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, Japanese culture. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What is something... Oh, what about like the thing the thing that I like about that I want to say like the thing I like about I can't seem to drag myself to watch okay so like if if say if like a uh, Victoria or whoever is watching a um what what do you call those things like a uh, chick flicks or you know like love stories whatever 
Sure. Yeah. R- romance shows. Yeah. I can't bring myself to watch that if it's like normal humans. But if it okay. if it's anime, completely invested. It's like some of the best shit that I've ever seen. I'm not afraid to admit that because I don't know what they do about. I don't know what they do with it, but they just do it so good. Yeah, it's something I've you know kind of pondered on for a while. A lot of anime tell really deep and like thought-provoking stories, you know. Yeah, they 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 bring out this this like thought process and this this feeling that you don't get with like normal TV shows. I don't know what the fuck yeah. they do. I think part of it could be like the animation like you know they can express things in like a more like vivid way than like a normal tv show where you're bound by like how reality looks that could be part of it yeah that is true too yeah the the scene where you know they go see the wolves or the foxes in the snow yeah like it wouldn't look that pretty in real life but because it's an anime, they can, like, you know, make certain parts of it just look so much better. Yeah. And then, like, it's also the thing of, like, if I'm watching a chick flick or I'm watching a love story and it's two humans and they're doing their thing, to me, it just gives off, like, that, that corny feeling. It's just, it, yeah. it feels corny. But in anime, they just, they, they fucking, they nail it. I don't know what they do, but they nail it. Like this show like erased like young love or young whatever the fuck you want to call it is so it's like it's pure right it doesn't and and they encapsulate that perfectly in this show where you have satori who's like genuinely even though he may not be as good of a person as he was when he's 29 years old whenever he's a kid Everything he's doing is from the kindness of his heart. It's not watered down with, like, the fact that he wants to fuck or it's not watered down with the fact that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's because he genuinely wants to save this kid's life because what she's going through is fucked up, you know? Yeah. And uh, the fact that, uh, like, a love story generated, gen- like, came out of that, it uh, it's pretty. It's it's really really good. I don't, I don't know if I agree that Erased is like a love story though. Well, like, yeah, that's, that's... the the show is a like uh, you know, uh, Satoru trying to be really genuine with all of his actions and like trying his hardest, right? Yeah. Well, that's that. Well, okay. Well, that's another part that also makes the show very very good. It has a lot of layers. I guess. Yeah, because it's it's about his growth as as himself. You know, it's also about it's it's about him trying to better himself. There's that. It's about him trying to save this kid from this domestic violence that she's going through, which is another thing. And then from that, he starts he and her start to like each other. So you do have like some love elements in there, some relationship elements in there. Um, 
that's the thing that's so great about the show. It has a lot of elements. It has a lot of layers. Yeah, I guess they do have the romance thing, right? Yeah. Like uh, towards the end of the last loop. Well, I mean, she. They he said that she's pretty. Every time they say something to one another, they blush. Um, whenever they were laying down in bed with their mom, she asked if she was in the oh. way. And one of them, my yeah. my dude, no hesitations. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. They they had the they had a little love, little thing going on there. You know, definitely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And whenever they were on the bus, even like the 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 picture that uh the picture of the show like whenever you click on it it's her cuddling him on the bus yeah yeah no you're right yeah it uh it could have more of like a personal it could have the uh more of the meaning that you're talking about but it definitely has some sprinkle like some sprinkles of like relationship love type thing in there too right it just adds to the show like I think you're right. Yeah, it's it's very layered. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh that's how you make a good show. If you have a lot going on and all of the things that you have going on just so happen to be interesting, that you have a good show. It's kind of like if you're eating food and the food doesn't have a lot of flavors. You know, it has like two, three flavors, so you take a few bites and you're like, ah, you know, this isn't that good anymore. Or you eat some like fucking food that has a lot of flavors and you're like okay every single bite is something different <laughs> right right yeah so yeah so like uh another interesting part too it's like we have here on our discord here the picture of them two in the hallway with the with the water buckets oh yeah uh, satoru in kenya yeah isn't that cool I mean that that's just how they like punish people in Japan, right? Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. I think that's fucking cool. Yeah, it, you know, it's a funny way to punish somebody. Right rather than like putting them on their knees in the corner. Yeah, it's like and we're also talking about like the eighties too. Eighties Japan. Yeah, like eighty nine. Uh huh. So like early nineties Japan pretty much. But that's one of the cooler things about Japanese culture, right? Like they figure out a way to not make you want to do that shit again. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like a lot of stuff about Japan, like in their school system is like really militaristic. Like all the school uniforms for public schools, like from middle school onwards, they're based off of like military uniforms if you go to public school uh i didn't notice that i i did but i did notice the way that like the teacher talks to the kids and of of course the way they get punished and stuff like that i did catch on to things like that right and he uh like they only call students by their last name yeah that's like something that happens in like you know our military yeah which is like I don't know. I I, I wish I, I really want to visit Japan one day just to kind of like see what it is, how it's different. Um, it's probably a lot cleaner. I'd imagine that that's part of the reason why I think uh, way off topic, but 
Fast and the Furious, uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Is one of my favorite ones because you get to kind of see Japan and the way they act in over there. They do. I mean, it's kind of funny that they all speak English in that show, though. Yeah, but they, I mean, they probably, uh, a normal Japanese person does know, know English. Uh, no. No. Maybe in Tokyo. They don't get taught it? In their yeah, they get taught it, but I mean, getting taught English and being able to communicate in English are two separate things. Yeah, for sure. You, I mean, did you hear the English in Steins Gate? Because mm. you watched the Japanese dub. Yeah. They don't say hello. They say hello. Yeah. They have like, because the way, the way Japanese, when they take loan words from English, and, and we're guilty of this the same way when English takes loan words from other uh, languages, they change the pronunciation to fit their language. Yeah. So, like for Japanese, uh, they don't like two consonants being next to each other. So they'll put vowels in between it. And that's why like, McDonald's becomes Maku Donaru Rudo, like some shit like what that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because they have to put like a a vowel between every single, uh, you know, consonant. Yeah, and I know that has something to do with uh how like Chinese is to, like, they uh when they're trying to speak English, it's hard because like they um. They have a thick accent. They have a thick accent, and it seems like they're the words that they use are like a, um, like it's hard to keep certain sounds out of whenever they pronounce certain words, you know, because of yeah. how their language is structured. It's hard to blend the two together. But it'd be the same thing, like you said, is if we tried to learn their language. Right, we'd have a thick accent as well. Yeah, and it'd be fucking hard. I always wanted to learn another language, but that shit would be insane. Yeah, so for English speakers, like the easiest one is like French, probably. Because like 30% of our vocabulary comes from French. Really? I always figured it'd be Spanish. Spanish is easy too, because like the pronunciation's easier. And like, you know, if you read something, it's like the letter, the lettering is always really consistent in Spanish. It's not as consistent in French. Mm. Yeah. It's also probably better to learn it versus French because there's a lot of Spanish people in our area. Yeah, I mean, depends what you value more, I guess, or what you want to do. Yeah. It's... But, uh,. Japanese is actually easier to pronounce than uh, French, in my opinion, and and maybe Spanish too, because like the sounds are all really simple. Like they have less sounds in Japanese than in English. Yeah, but it's just the writing and reading that are like, you know, really hard. Yeah, I agree. Like, whenever you're listening to uh like a Engl- like a like an anime, and you're like just listening to the words, if they're not speaking very very fast. It doesn't seem like it's that hard to, like, understand some things. Right. Like, the words don't sound like they're real jumbled. To me, each, each word yeah. seems to kind of, like, stick out 
except for like some because like in Japanese it seems like there's um like if you say what if they're saying it as a question or as they're saying it as a statement they sound differently you know because they add the emotion onto it whatever emotion they're trying to put forth into that word that word sounds differently now instead of just adding the like like if we're saying what and then we're saying what like how you can tell how that's a, that's uh, a question because the yeah that, that's the intonation right your voice so in jap at least from what i've seen so far japanese the word itself sounds slightly different versus just the way you're enunciating the word mm. like i've i've heard them say like nani and then i've heard them say nani in like a different way because it means something different actually it throws me off <laughs> yeah it with nani in particular like what comes after it can change the meaning so like nani by itself means what or like nani o can also mean what but if you say like nani ka it means like anything or nani mo means nothing hmm. however it does so, sound it does sound interesting i mean it does sound confusing but that actually kind of sounds easy at the same time <laughs> yeah and like oh a lot of their words are nice because like you know how we have like this that yeah like yeah we just have this and that right so they have uh like this could be like corde corde and then that could be sorde but corde means like this like i have it in my hand and sorde would mean like that like something you have in your hand or you can say like ade like that over there like that someone else separate from both of us has mm, okay interesting and then that pattern stays the same with like here, there, over there. Hmm. So if you can learn, like, if you can learn those preferences in their language, you can kind of catch on to some things already. Yeah, there's a lot of patterns. It's very logical. Huh. Interesting. I mean, I know English is stupid. Like, it doesn't make any sense the way we do shit. So it's hard to learn English. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. In some ways, English is pretty simplified, too, because, like, our verbs don't conjugate for different, uh, like, like first person, second person, third person. Like, I walk, you walk, he walks. Yeah. I guess he walks does change as an S, but, you know, it's like all, most verbs are like that. They stay the same. Yeah. There's, like, silent letters and all that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. How long has uh this pod been going, by the way? Fifty five okay. minutes. All right, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and then I mean, if you cut out all the language stuff, it might be a yeah. bit shorter. Well, I'll also cut out this exact conversation we're having right now. That's the that that part right. of editing is easy, you know, just like editing out like the conversation before conversation. That's easy. Um, right. but it's also something that I've been doing a lot lately in my podcast. I used to like get into a podcast and be like, okay, don't stop talking. 
keep going the whole way and just you know just stay on your p's and q's but now as i've been doing it i'm like i mean why do i don't have to i can literally just edit this out and then just start from wherever i want <laughs> yeah we can go off topic a little bit mm-hmm. and be okay yeah sure like um we could probably talk about erase for like another 10 minutes or something like that and then call it bits. yeah i'm right. down we just need to try, try to find something so <laughs> See something about erased, and I've yeah. So something about erased that I thought, okay, God, I don't want. To, okay, something about Japan that I learned because of erased was how they tell their years. So like you know we say years like uh, you know it's like two thousand twenty two, yeah. right? But they have two ways to say it. They can say like two twenty twenty two. Or they can say like the era they're in and the number year in the era. So when they went to, you know, 1988 or whatever, the uh, Satoru didn't say like 1988 in Japanese. He said Showa 68 or Showa 65 Mm, or something like that. Because it was that year in that era. I thought that was like kind of interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I caught on to that. I just didn't know. I did definitely notice that he was saying shit differently for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a little well, weird. And uh uh I yeah. was going to say something off kind of um one of the things that I thought that was pretty cool uh of Satoru that uh I probably wouldn't have been able to do. So whenever he's trying to prevent um Kayo from dying or like because like this is like right when he's starting to like narrow down, okay, this is what's going to happen on this day the first time he's trying to prevent it um it's so weird to me and crazy to me that like he doesn't take her and be like hey man look i don't don't ask me how but something's gonna happen tonight and i need you to just stay with me like we need to just like go off somewhere this is the first time he's attempting it now not the second time or the third time i think like how he like just Mm -hmm. lets her go Knowing that his mom is probably going to fucking beat on her and shit, he just lets her go back into the house and then just hopes that she's there the next day. Hopes he sees her at school. Dude, fuck that, man. I would have, like, taken her somewhere the first time and not even let her go back to her house. Or I would have, like, found some type of way to, like, camp outside of her house and, like, make sure... You know, throughout the night. Like, maybe stayed inside that fucking cabin that uh that they like to stick her in. Stay right there overnight yeah. and see, and just, like, kind of, like, sit there and hear. Bring some fucking blankets and just chill. Um, It's so crazy to me how he just, like, let her go back to inside of there. And was like, all right, well, uh, we'll just see if uh, I see her at school tomorrow. Like, dog, that's taking a risk like a motherfucker. Did he know? He knew the day she was going to die, right? But didn't he, like, already get past the day she was going to die at that point? Um, I think he he delays it by a day at first, right? Before saving her? I don't know. I'm referring... I I wanna I wanna say he thinks it's over because she lived past the day. 
yeah. And then the next time he makes her stay like a few days. You're right. I think after. he goes to her house at like three in the morning or something and Six checks his the, clock yeah. or checks his watch and he's like, okay. And then he goes back home afterwards. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even before then, like, I wouldn't have let her go back inside of the house, especially knowing that this is the like, day that she dies. Ever. No, no. Like, he knew this is the day she dies. This one right here. No, I'm pretty sure it was the next day. Like, it was the day after. So he she so he had already successfully. Like, yeah, got her to live past oh, okay. the day. I got it. Cause I think, like, because I think what happens is, you know, the mom gets killed. And then he goes back to 1988. And then he try He figures that he has to save her. And then he tries... And then he fails. And then he goes back into the future and then gets caught by the police and then tries one more time, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. And when he's in the future the second time, he looks at his, like, uh, he looks at the same magazine and he sees that, yeah, like, everything did change. Yeah. Another, like, little underrated part in the show of, like, how hard it was for Satori to do what he was doing. This guy. Is in a kid's body now, back from whenever he was in elementary school. You got to think, he has to act like he did back then. Yeah, he like has to kid. act like he did back then, so that no one knows or even suspects that something's up with him. Even, well, I mean, he kind of fails well, at only that. Right? You got this. You got Kenya. That's it. Yeah, but uh, Kayo notices as well. Really? Yeah, because she says, oh, you're easier to talk to now, Satoru. You used to seem like you were fake. Oh, true. I thought she just, um, I thought she just meant that he was, like, his mannerisms even at that point, he seemed fake. Oh, okay, yeah. You're right, you're right. I... Because whenever she sees him in the hospital in the future at the end, she's like, oh, you always were like the silver-tongued devil, like a sweet talker. <laughs> That's one way to put it. So, like, yeah, I think she knows that, like, you know, he was he was different. Yeah, but, but yeah. So she might have, yeah, she noticed it, and Kenya noticed it. But, like I said, that's a little, um, a little like, under... You know, it's like an underappreciated part of the show where he has to not only act like a kid, he has to also use vocabulary that would be, like, acceptable in that time frame, right? He can't use new vocabulary and new phrases that he knows whenever he's 20 years old. Yeah. Right, you know, cause, right. Because think about the way you talked back whenever you were in elementary school versus the time you – even the way you talk now. It's totally fucking different. Oh, yeah, the it's, it's right. not the same so, at all. Yeah. So that's a little, like, interesting thing to think about that he had to deal with in that time frame. They kind of go over it, too, because when he's first in the hospital and wakes up, he doesn't have all of his memories, yeah. right? And he reads kanji that he doesn't remember learning, but he learn he knows them. And he's like, well, where did I learn? When did I learn this these mm. kanji? Because they're like more difficult than like an elementary school would know. Oh, oh okay. 
but he like his like his body still knows them because his mind like lived to through when he was 29 yeah. the first time. Dude, how about how's about her fucking mom? I mean, his mom just like holding it down for all of those years while he was in that coma. Dedicated. That mom is like the MVP. Dude, dude facts. Like you can't possibly owe that woman like, enough. I, would, I mean, you know, she is happy that, like, her son, like, she can be happy because of Satoru, right, that he's, like, going to be, like, he becomes successful and stuff, but I, I kind of want her to find, like, another man or something. I mean, you know, you don't need, like, a, a partner to to be happy or whatever, it. but, like, come on, don't you think she deserves something? Yeah, she does, because, yeah. I mean, like, first of all, like, if you have a mom, you already kind of owe your mom a lot because she gave birth to your ass. But then this motherfucker went into a coma. Like, I don't know how long it was. I forgot. But she not only, like, made sure that he didn't die in the coma, but she, like, worked his body out and cleaned him for all of those years. Made sure his body didn't, yeah. like, decay on him. Like, dude, she's she's an OG. She's dope. Yeah, I know that. It's one of the great parts about this show. Like, it has so, such great characters. Because, like, there are moms like that in real life that, you know, just will sacrifice everything yeah. for their kids. Yeah, that's something, too. Like, the sacrifice of that. Because she's, um, she's, uh, she's, um, in her 50s at that point. So she's doing all that shit. It's got to be hard. <laughs> and she's working to, you know, pay for his medical uh-huh. bills and stuff. Damn. It's so like her whole life is just like going to work and then like, you know, just stretching his body. Cause I, they say how many hours? If it was eight or if it was five hours every day or something or two hours every day, but it was like hours Damn. every day. Yeah, that's definitely that. a little slept on part of the show to think about how the dedication that that took to do that, and then to see him like yeah. actually wake up one day. <laughs> Like, it's finally all worth it's it. It's like, you got to think, too, like, she's doing this not knowing if he's going to wake up or when he's going to wake up. Like, she's just doing it out of just, like, hope and drive. Like, it's not like the doctor right. was like, okay, he's in his coma and he's going to be up in a year. No, he's in his coma and he may not wake up. And if he does, it could be 30 years from now. <laughs> Yeah, she could have been taking care of him mm-hmm. for the rest of her life. Yep. Without, without, she was just doing that shit. It's like, hey, it has to get done, I guess. <laughs> she could, re- she could damn near read his mind too, like, all yeah. the time. Like she could have hired somebody to do that too, like, but she just, uh huh, to take care of him. I mean, I don't know how much yeah. money she got, but she could have hired somebody to do it, maybe. But she was just doing it herself because it's her duty as a mom. Fucking oh, yeah, no, she, she's great, and then she trusts him too, even though he's like a little elementary schooler, and like she, you know, she can't tell that he's like a twenty-nine-year-old. Maybe, maybe she caught on by like his speech being different, but she just trusts him that, you know, he's going out, you know, real early in the morning, late at night, and he's doing something important, and she's like, I'm just yeah, gonna help I, him. That's actually another good part too. Like, 
I don't know if she caught on. I don't think she did. I think that she just, I think she had the mindset that I would have as a, as a parent that I would kind of like reflect on the kid and be like, okay, did I raise a good kid? Is this kid, is this kid intelligent? Is this kid going to make the right decisions? Yeah. This kid's going to make the right decisions. I trust this kid. So I feel like that's what she was like. I think she just, she knew that he was a smart kid and she knew that he wasn't going to be doing anything, you know, that needed her attention. You know, it's kind of like whenever, right. like, if you have a daughter and, um, like, you know, you can raise a daughter and then that daughter could be a hoe or that daughter could be, you know, a respectful woman. It's all about how you raise that kid. And it's like, if you raise that kid right, then she's going to end up being respectful and she's going to do what she needs to do the right way, you know? I mean, I don't know. Like, I think a parent can influence their child a lot but ultimately it's like the kid's decision right but that's what i'm saying like it depends on how you raise them if if you raise them right you raise them to believe that their decisions are their decisions then they're most likely going to make the right decisions whereas if you like overbearing and you're never letting them do anything or you know you do all that nonsense then that kid's probably going to act out because, you know, and I think that Satoru was one of those kids that, you know, she knew she raised him right and she knew he was a bright kid. So she gave him a lot of leash. She gave him a lot of, um, you know, like when he literally came there with her to his house and was like, she's going to stay here now. And she was like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty independent for like seven-year-old i wasn't making you know any kind of decisions on my own at that point mm. like that uh I, I i was i was one of those kids not that not to the point where i was like hey this girl's about to stay at my house kind of thing but if i wanted to go out and uh in the woods and shoot at my friends with airsoft guns my mom was like all right yeah cool just wear glasses <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I guess I could do that too, but yeah, I, I, I for sure wasn't bringing anybody over to the house without asking <laughs> my parents first. Yeah, I think this certain situation was kind of unique because she knew what was going on with this this kid's life. Yeah, uh-huh. that she was like, yeah, because like remember, because her mom was literally about to smack her down, and Saturo's mom like caught her hand. Dude, and uh. Satoru's mom got hit with the metal snow oh, shovel. Yeah. She got oh, she yeah. had a scar from she, that. Yeah, she hit her with a fucking shovel. Assault. <laughs> Battery. Yeah. Whenever Kayo uh wakes up at Satoru's house and sees like the you know, the big oh, breakfast yeah. and starts crying. Yeah. Like, it made that was my heart warm. Scene, man. And then and then Yeah. I like how her mom, I think Satoru's mom was like smiling, I think. Because I think she knew like why the tears were. But Satoru was kind of like shocked and kind of looked upset. Because I think I think his mom knew that these were happy tears. And then I think Yeah, yeah I don't think Satoru didn't caught on. on. I think he was just like, "What the fuck? Why why are you crying?" 
Uh, yeah. Satoru's mom could read like could read people so mm-hmm. well. Seemed like. Yeah, I like that scene too because like a flashback to uh her uh viewpoint of her looking down at a table and seeing like a piece of bread and like a few cents on the table and then it goes to her viewpoint that she has now and she has like this aquint that's prepared for her you know yeah it's like uh that's a, the, the way they tied together that scene was fucking cool Mm-hmm. No, it was nice. I mean, uh, another thing, anime makes food look <laughs> so too, good yeah. sometimes. Like, all the food in uh-huh. that show just looked yeah. great. It made you want to be a kid that's eating Japanese fucking prepared food at that moment. It's like, man, give me some Japanese food. I want some fucking food. <laughs> they had uh, hamburger steaks and, like, you know, one of the early episodes. I was like, damn, I like that. What's good? <laughs> the, um, yeah, that was a good scene. Like, and then, like, the thing, the thing that was, that was cool about, um, about, uh, Kayo is, like, she didn't really hold, like, you probably would see, like, this happen in kids a lot where, like, okay, like, this kid has this terrible life terrible parenting life and then you look at Satoru it's like the complete flip opposite and then but she didn't Kayo didn't like resent him for that you know because like he has all this shit that she doesn't have yeah and I feel like that's something that could happen like you know in in real life where like if you got abused or whatever, you would be like more mean to, you know, other students or whatever because, you know, that's just all you know about the world is just like you've just always been, someone's always been mean to you and like abusive. Yeah. I expected that out of a uh, Kayo. I, I thought that that was going to be an element that was like thrown into the show, but I get it wasn't, which is pretty cool. I mean. I think part of it is that, uh, you know, Kaya was being bullied by those girls, too, at the same time. So she probably had, like, some more lower self-esteem. Yeah, she had a lot of, you know, she had a lot going on. Um, I think like, Kaya did make, was that? Bullying in a, uh, bullying in anime, like, it makes it seem so rough, like, in Japan. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that that girl was trying to frame her for like stealing everyone's lunch money. Like yeah, that's some ruthless why? stuff. Like, dude, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like come on, like you're you're both in elementary school. Like, I can I can understand like calling someone names or something. Like that it's still harmful, but it's relatively harmless at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, but she framed her as being a thief. Yeah. And tried to, like, expose her in front uh-huh. of the whole class. Sar- Satoru wasn't having that shit, though. Nah. That's whenever the, uh, that's whenever Caillou was like, all right, all right. <laughs> you talking about a, a third grader, <laughs> dog? Well, is it? Is it? I thought they were, like, I thought they were, like, fifth graders. Is it what? I mean, I don't know if it's third grade, fourth grade, or fifth grade, but they're definitely in elementary school. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. I know that whenever I was in fourth grade, I liked girls. Well, yeah, but you weren't developed in that way yet. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't. There's no way you were. You weren't. You didn't hit puberty in like elementary school. What age are you when you're ten? Get out of here. What grade are you in? You're in sixth grade. Six. Yeah, if you didn't fail or anything. Because you start elementary school. Like, you start kindergarten at age five. I was in middle school. I was in fifth grade. I was in fifth grade. Whenever whenever I remember having, like, getting puberty things. Like, I remember seeing pubes and stuff like that in fifth grade. Yeah, you're a really early bloomer. I'm going to call... You definitely weren't fully developed at that point in that I way. I mean, my dick got hard, and I was able to jack off and come. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was able to jack off when I was in elementary school, too. Like, my, my dick was getting think hard about then, this. too. But Girls it's different. develop faster than us. That's scientifically fat. Yeah, that, that's why girls in, like, ninth grade are walking around with, like, fully yeah, developed they develop faster than shit. us. So, Caillou, Rob. Yeah, but they're in <laughs> elementary school, dude. <laughs> elementary school. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's different. It's different. No no one's hitting puberty in elementary school, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just doesn't happen. But, I mean, yeah. 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 This is a guy I she want. She got that uh She got she felt something in her heart. <laughs> God damn it. Well, we can uh Yeah, I'm yeah, uh, and then, I'm good with that. 